0: I hit play and nothing's happened. Mo, Mo, I tried to think, but nothing happened. (laughs) Becky was a beauty from South Alabama. Her daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer think he even did a little time in the slammer what was i thinking she snuck out one night and met me by the front gate her daddy came out a-waving that 12-gauge we tore out the drive you peppered my tailgate what was no, i thinking funny. oh i knew there'd be hell to pay but that crossed my mind a little too late because i was thinking that a little white tickle chorus out. A little Dirk Here comes our line. I what I was feeling, but what was I yes. So, why did you choose this song, Mark? Dirk Spentley, episode 045. So, we're talking today about visionaries, visionary leaders, and uh, the ability or inability to make decisions about big projects. Whether it's let's buy a business, let's sell a business, let's. Uh, add partners. Let's uh, ch- let's get rid of this division. Let's uh, pick up this big line of, of product or service. Let's uh, you know. Let's make the, uh, some huge decision. Right. And often, uh, visionaries uh, are well. Visionaries are a particular uh, makeup, and this is really aimed at uh, to this podcast and this tour we're going to be talking about today is aimed at the passionate visionary leader. Um, and it's a, a hack to help them shift from making decisions by gut or to, to really balance out, um, not to stop using your gut to make decisions, but to uh, make decisions also by thinking instead of just feeling. You know, and I love this song of voice. I've quoted the song many times in sessions. And they don't know what you're talking they don't. about. They don't. And like, oh, you know, Dierks Bentley. Yeah. And I'm not a huge country fan. Um, I do have a handful of very particular favorites uh, in, the, in that space. You know, Emma Lou Harris. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love a bunch of the uh, uh, Little Big Town. Nickel Creek. Uh, Nickel Creek, yeah. I mean, the bluegrass, that's, kind of folk yeah. bluegrass. Yeah, yeah. I love a bunch of folks. Sarah Gerraz. Mm-hmm. That's more folk bluegrass, but, you know, good old country. There's some folks I like there, too. And this particular song is just so funny to me uh, because it pokes at some things we do as just dummies all the time. (laughs) Uh, And, of course, the metaphor is, you know, he's going out with this girl. Um, But uh, in business, business folks, uh, especially the visionary leader, uh, are making decisions by gut, by impulse, by emotion, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's them putting their best foot forward too. Mm-hmm. Now they're not always coming up with good ideas, but they are idea people. They, by, uh, at least ideally, uh, t- they need, we need to have some idea folks at the top of this thing. Uh, so these folks are, they're passionate, uh, they're wired to, Feel things. They're wired to make decisions by uh, gut, how things appear. They're inspired. Um, they generally make decisions because they get inspired. They hear something. They see something. They have an epiphany. Uh, somebody teaches something at some conference or somewhere and they go, oh my gosh, that's right. And, and all of a sudden they, the muse or the, uh, the epiphany happens and they come running into work the next day or the on a Monday or whatever. They call everybody or they send that email out at two in the morning going, we're gonna do this thing differently now. because I had this idea. And um, you know, they're driven by good ideas. They have a, a sensory operating system often. That's how they that's just how they function is by sense, um, uh, by gut. So this podcast and this tool, which we will have a, uh, a download or we'll have it on the website or something, uh, we call Pump the Brakes. Uh, and Pump the Brakes, just, of course, just means, look, can you, can you just stop for a minute and take a look at this idea of yours and, uh, and, let's, and let's, let's look at it from a few more angles other than, wow, this seems like a great idea. You know, wow, I feel really good about this or wow, I've had this breakthrough idea about, you know, uh, supply chain or about hiring and firing or about, you know, what we should do for the company picnic or something, you know, even. Um, So but this is meant to really be aimed at some of the bigger decisions. This is not meant to be like, hey, what should we do this afternoon? Um, You know, what should we do with the, the logo maybe this is this is more hefty decisions like let's buy another business or uh let's change a division or or something pretty substantial so uh so really the first part of this is there's some bullet points here I'm going to share around um how to approach this exercise and it is an exercise all right it's a um it's an exercise for a visionary to do uh and if if you uh if as a operator, if you're an operator or an execution leader uh, that is helping the visionary, this is a great tool to put in your back pocket to pull out and say, hey, listen, visionary, tell you what, why don't you you pump the brakes and take this idea of yours and kind of uh, ruminate on it with this tool. All right. So It's meant to kind of pressure test the idea uh, to kind of get the visionary to look at it from a couple different angles and go, is this really a good idea or does it just feel like it? Um, It's meant to help, and this is kind of second bullet point, it's meant to help really balance emotion with, I would say, reality or maybe with data or maybe with some facts and figures, or maybe with some other, um, some other indicators besides emotion. And this is not meant to be a spreadsheet-type heavy data research project. This is, this, is a, this is the visionary taking a little time to just pump the brakes. Um, third bullet point is really it's meant to be a little bit of intentional objectivity, a little bit of forced objectivity. Um, to get the visionary to stop being subjective as much as possible for a small period of time, a couple hours, half a day, something like that. Um, and to kind of, I'm going to say, wander around or, or, or circle around the object. So the object or the ideas in the middle of the table. We want the visionary to be able to get out away from the idea and kind of do a 360 around this thing and look at it from Multiple angles, not just, here's how I feel about it. Um, another bullet point here about this tool is to get the visionary to kind of turn over some of the big rocks. You know, to just kind of go, all right, well, look at it. Uh, uh, what about from this angle? What about from that angle? To just kind of turn over rocks and say, well, what's under here? If we flip this over, what's under there? Um, I think this is a this is kind of a funny thing, but it's it's to help prevent... Uh, what I'm going to call the ugly girlfriend syndrome, you know, uh, and, I, uh, you know, where you've got a buddy that's all into, you know, thinking about, you know, junior high or high school or something, uh, all into their girlfriend. And, and you're like, buddy, your girlfriend is no bueno, <laughs> you know, and everybody can tell but you, you know. and um, And it's hard for us to, because we're so engaged in some – singular uh, quality that we miss all the other qualities. Right. And, you know, that's a little punky way to say, it, you know, the ugly girlfriend, but, uh, but it's funny. So another one, uh, is this another bullet point here? Is this is really meant to be a little bit of an, an antidote to hopium? Uh, you know, a lot of times, when folks have these big ideas about stuff, they, all they can see is the good parts. All they can feel are the positives. Um, and they, they need to kind of like come down off of that a little bit, uh, and, and, and get, and get off the hopium a little bit and, and kind of see it for what it really is. Now, it may be a great idea, uh, but this is just meant to help kind of pressure test and say, is it truly? Um, um, now, so the next bullet point is, with this tool, you want to take a personal little personal day, personal retreat, half a day, two, three, four hours, you know, a significant period of time, not twenty minutes, in your front seat of your car in a parking lot. You know, that's helpful That's the start, but to intentionally park some time, uh, to to think and ponder and consider and do this exercise. Um, so half a day out of the office uh, and then use your journal. Okay. So the kind of the landing spot of this work is, is in a journaling scenario. So it doesn't have to be your quote unquote journal, but big sheet of paper, you know, a couple sheets of paper. Cause you just want to re- be writing down and pondering the, the answers to these questions that are going to come up here. Uh, And the whole point of this is to help get your thoughts in order. This is not going to be a strategy isn't going to come out of this. Uh, You're not going to have 47 steps to, you know, or 11 steps or, you know, some sort of strategy that's going to pop. Although that might, it might help bring a bunch of clarity and some strategy may come out of this. But it's really not meant to create a written document. It's meant to get the visionary to think differently for a little while, um, and to just kind of pump the brakes. Uh, okay, so those are just kind of setups for this exercise. Now, uh, first, park some time in your calendar, and and this could be this is probably going to be the execution person saying to the visionary, "Hey, bud." You need to go do this exercise before I touch this project, okay. you know, um, you need to sell it to me. You need to prove to me you've thought through these things. Show me how you've thought through these things. Um, often the visionary is just kind of blowing and going, and they're not going to slow down to, to, uh, you know, their, their answer is like, well, let's go faster. You know, pump the gas, not the brakes. You know, you hit the wrong pedal, right? Um, So step one, park it in your calendar and go do it, you know, half day. Let's just say four hours. Um, Step two, uh, you take a sheet of paper and you park your idea in a little box right in the middle of a sheet of paper. And you want to be able to say, my idea is X. So that's the first hack here. Often uh, a person with a good idea has a hard time reducing it down to one sentence or a bullet point you know uh, and they're like blah, 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 blah. well can you just tell me what your idea is blah, 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 blah. you know and like no 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 just give me four words now we were joking about this earlier you know i was like hey my idea is a mobile pet grooming business you know i'm like shoot me now you know i, I you know your shane's like no i was like that's yeah, terrible no, but that's there a, are people that do yeah, that yeah yeah, and yeah they love it right so, sure and right. i would hate it and you would hate it yeah. and so and it is not a good idea for a lodestone true north as but, much as i like pets yeah I, you have an issue but you know, last night the dog got me up at four something and the cat got me up at five something and they're not your animals Yeah, i'm like these are my kids animals so mobile petting grooming biz, mobile pet grooming business is not for me <laughs> So anyway, uh, pet disposal. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So um so first step, take them right a little box and see if you can actually park your idea in there concisely. Yeah, with just five words or yeah. something. Um to, to and this begins the process of you getting out of the idea so you can wander around and look at it from now And if you can't even do that, there's an issue. Yep, in. yep, yep, yep. And again, uh, going back to our, our boy, Kurt, Gr- 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 <laughs> Gr- Kurt Goodell. Kurt Goodell, yeah. Uh, from the incompleteness theorem. Yes. Uh, you cannot understand a system from with, within it. You have to exit the system to be able to understand it or see it. Uh, and so if you're stuck in an idea... Of course, you're going to misunderstand the idea because you're not going to see the whole thing. Uh, you're going to be seeing it in uh, a very limited way. Mm. Uh, so we got to get out of the idea, walk around the idea. Part the first step, right in the box, write it in there. Okay, boom, you start shifting from in to out at that point. Um, <clears throat> So there's a number of questions uh, we want to start to answer. And as you go through this exercise, you literally just take one of the questions and try to answer it and try to write about it. Try to doodle, journal, sketch. It doesn't matter as long as you're thinking and pondering what is the answer to this question. Uh, And these questions are not in any particular order. Um, They can be, uh, and we will probably order them differently, but I'm just going to give them to you straight up here. So first question, what are the essential operating principles or the essential operational principles? So again, visionary leader comes rolling in. I've got an example of this. I could think of three clients in the last week where the visionary leader has rolled in our last couple weeks and said, we ought to buy a new division or we ought to, Sell part of this business and buy part of that one. You know, very, very substantial ideas right. with millions of dollars around, you know, which and it, it's going to mean lots of things. So to stopping the visionary leader at that point and saying, well, can you explain to me what are the essential operational principles of doing that? So you, so you want to buy this other business. How is that going to work? how do you see that operating effectively? Not like, well, yeah, we'll make a lot of money and the market needs it. And there's these folks and they're willing to pay. And I just saw this thing and I met this guy and I saw this commercial and, you know, and it's, it's going to be great. There's nobody doing it around here. Like, okay. But again, explain to me the essential operational principles. And not like a rabbit dog. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And just take some time there, buddy. And write them down. Okay, well, so we'll do this and then make that happen. This will be just try to write it up, you know, in a scratch it out, draw pictures, use colors, doesn't matter. But try to go from rabid to written, okay? Uh, Another question. I like that. That's rabid to written. Rabid to written. There you go. I'm gonna write that down. Can you paint a picture of failure? Okay, so, all right, Mr. Visionary. And look, guilty as charged i am a card carrying member of the fraternity alpha delta delta <laughs> okay i am um, in the brotherhood uh a, a squirrel you know uh i was yesterday I, it, alpha delta, like, delta make it, some coffee <laughs> half hour later the water boiled and yeah i like shane where's the coffee whoops you know, <laughs> i'm coming down off my my jitters i need more jitters so i can have more ideas right jitter and, juice so uh, get the visionary to answer this question, not not get them, to get them to go on their little retreat yeah. and have them write this out as best they can. This is not a spreadsheet again. It's not alphabetized. It's not uh, don't put this in a Word doc. Just like write it in on paper, sketch, doodle, whatever, but try to craft an answer to this question. Paint a picture of what failure would look like. Do you think that's hard for a visionary yeah, absolutely. to do? It, yes. Should be- they maybe because list help when well, they're trying to think about that? Maybe. Maybe. maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe somebody could facilitate it, like throw the question at them yeah. and talk to them, and then write down the answers as the visionary is talking. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I would say, and I have this all the time in, in sessions, um, as folks are talking, they feel better, but they don't really realize what they just said you know <laughs> and other people are like did he really mean that he just said blah 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 you know and uh, or they're going like you big dummy you just you said the one thing but now you said something different like which is it and they don't know like they don't often they're a little oblivious uh because they're kind of just processing externally right and which i see you do you all know yeah and that's a valuable it it's an We've got to process, right? Whichever way works, let's do it. But there are ramifications to all forms of processing. If you process internally, there's some pros and there's some cons, you know. And if you process externally, well, same thing. There's some pros and cons. So yes, I would say it, it may be helpful to have, depending on how rabid or how passionate the visionary is, it would be helpful. For somebody, a swim buddy, you know, to kind of go along <laughs> with the visionary on this little outing. Like, okay, what's the next question I'm supposed to answer, you know? Um, and then maybe that person could write it on the whiteboard while they answer it. And then you kind of take a step back. So is this what you meant there, Bob, Sven, right? Sven, our visionary. Yep. Uh, next bullet point. Another question here. Can you paint a picture of success? All right. So you got this great idea. What does it look like if it succeeds? Well, what want all money or fame or results. Okay. Yeah. But paint more richly what success would look like. Uh, what sort of people would this attract? What sort of opportunities would it create? How would we manage those opportunities? How do you see this working? If it, if it, if it's really successful here, what's it going to impact over there? Um, Another question to answer. What are your guiding principles? This is from Ray Dalio, by the way. That's where I heard it. Yes. I, I've yes. been listening to one yeah. of his books the other day. Which and I'm one? Like, is it principles? Yeah, principles. And I'm like, wait a second, Mark. I heard yeah. this somewhere just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, he he said the same thing. He, he mentioned that in uh, the Big Debt Crisis book that yeah. I muddled through. Yeah. Um, he he. Said, I said this in another book or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what are your operating principles? What are your guiding principles, not operating principles? It's a good so, way to phrase it though. Yeah. So to say, so again, the visionary, hey, buddy, you want to buy this business? Yeah. Well, what principles are guiding you here? Like, are you, is this because we need to be these sorts of people or because the world is like this or because we do these things as these kind of people or because? we're in the business of these and those sorts of things or because the world's going this way and we need to go that way or we need to go with it this way or, you know, whatever. What, what What's guiding you here? What are you trying to prove? Uh, I think that's actually another question here. But next one is what are you trying to solve? Yeah. So, hey, Mr. Visionary, Mrs. Visionary, Ms. Visionary, Visionette, that you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> Jeanette, the visionette. So wh- what are you trying to solve here? Yeah, right. It seems like you've got something. You got to be in your bonnet and you want to solve something. What is it? And a lot of times they don't know. It's in, it's intuitive. And like, I just feel like we got to solve. This is a great solution to what, to what problem. Yeah. Like, what is the problem right now? We're fine. Aren't we, you know? And, And if we're not, let's get real clear on what we're not fine about and that this thing's the answer. And a lot of times they're they're not clear on what it is they're trying to take care of, you know, or they have a pretty vague answer. And this will help to get them to enumerate the truths. Um, Okay, what are our other options Or what are some other options? It's a great question. Hey, Mr. Visionary, instead of buying this other business, do you have some other options? Like, what else could we do? And this, again, this is just getting, this is kind of trying the antidote of hopium or the ugly girlfriend syndrome. You know, like, well, there are other people out there. You know, there are other situations. This isn't the only one. Now, maybe you feel like it is. Uh, Maybe it feels... Disloyal or something, or uncomfortable to say to your idea, you may be a bad idea. <laughs> like that feels really, uh, that feels really uncomfortable to an idea person. Like, what do you mean my idea is a bad idea? Like, it's it's almost like that's like canonized already. You know, i like, no, dude, like we're not married. <laughs> like, this is this is just a suggestion. Like, think of it as a suggestion, yeah. not a you know, permanent deal. So what are the other options? That's a great little exercise. Just like, well, we could this, we could that, we could the other. Um, okay, what is the harm in not doing it? So let's just say we just like say, nah. All right. Is there a problem? Like if we just like, nah, let's not do it. Uh it's like what's the what's hour. that thing you said as a kid? Let's 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 don't and say we did. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody like hey let's go to wherever and you're like let's don't and say we did and i remember thinking that was so funny but it didn't make any or something? no i don't it was, remember it's like it, third grade yeah. but i don't remember them saying that but but what's the harm in just kind of not doing it and spell it out you know is it really that bad uh or is it are we really gonna go broke or is it really gonna get crushed by the competition or something um Another one, great one here, is what is at stake? So what are the, um, man, if if we do this, what's at stake? If we don't do it, what's at stake? What are we going to win or lose or gain or, or be, you know, just try to spell out some of these. And these all overlap a little bit, yeah. some more than others, but uh, to be able to spell out uh, some of those, what's at stake? Uh, what are the essential elements? Uh, And that is, okay, so, again, let's say our idea is the, uh, what do we call it, the grooming, pet grooming, (laughs) mobile mobile grooming grooming. lab or something. Yes. All right. So, all right. So, you want to have a mobile grooming business. Okay. Well, what are the essential elements of that? Well, we need some trucks. We need some groomers. We need some money. We need a brand. We need some clients. We need a market. We need to understand the competition, right? You just start laying it. Right. What are the, what are the elements? Mm-hmm. Oh, we need a, we need a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, w- who needs strategy? You just drive around so you find a dog. Yeah. 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 Uh, or you're like a shampoo. There's a far side where the, uh, surgeons are all, you see their backs, uh-huh. you know, and they're all kind of like gathered around a, a gurney operating table with the big light over top and all that. And, uh, One of the surgeons holds up some wacky looking organ thing and he's like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're kind of like, huh, what's this? (laughs) You know, like who needs that? You know? So again, this is meant to kind of help the visionary go, buddy, there are some elements here that we need to think about Mm -hmm. and let's write them down. Uh, Missing out. What are some of the missing resources? Uh, so okay, if we want to do this thing, well, we're missing some stuff, and it may be talent, it may be research, it may be cash, it may be investors, it may be you know, um, process, it may be equipment, it may be time. I mean, there could be a ton of things we're missing. Well, try to write them down, okay? Um, what will, uh, what will we have to change if we do this? So there's a bunch of things we're doing right now that may need to just go away or be different or somebody else might need to do them or some, some, some things have to change. You know, you got to say no to a bunch of stuff if you're going to say yes to this. Mm-hmm. Well, what things? Let's write them down. Um, here's a good one. Uh, these are all good ones. List your trusted advisors, now. So, with a visionary, that might they might be like, now this is a great rock to turn over. Yeah. Right, because you're like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, right. okay. Well, 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 let's get some. Let, let's put there, a pin in this uh, first put a pin project, in and then let's right. work on this other. Yeah. Thing. So you're about Maybe. to spend five million dollars on some business, and you don't have a trusted advisor or five. Like, really? You big dummy. You know, Lamont. <laughs> you know? Um, list your trusted advisors and their opinions about this deal. Yeah. Now, you may not like their opinions. You may not believe their opinions. But if they're a trusted advisor, and that's a key. Those are two really <laughs> loaded words. You know, trusted and advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of advisors. Well, there are lots of people with the t- title or the, terminology of advisor that really aren't, that aren't worth listening to. And there are other, other folks that are maybe worth listening to, but they're not trustworthy. You know, they're they're You're not sure what their motives are. Um, what side of the bread they're buttered on, so to speak. Uh, and so especially visionary types. And I would say the execution leaders, we need the business needs a handful of very uh, accomplished advisors that are not knuckleheads, right, and that are not, like, kind of blowhards, if you will. Uh, For instance, and I would say pretty much, like, I'm going to say really generally for right off the bat, uh, a really good legal person, general practitioner. So if you're a business owner, you need a good attorney in your back pocket that either knows a bunch about what you're doing or knows people who know a bunch and that's a good attorney for a, a general practice attorney one of the things they're good at is going well I know these other attorneys that know all about this you know they don't it's kind of like a general practice physician yeah. um, another one is is finance uh, like like legal financial uh, so as in CPA accounting IRS you know tax type, asset type, you know, wealth management type, uh, CPA. Um, a third one is going to be around really, uh, I would say asset management, you know, like, all right, so we've got this piles of money or these piles of assets. How are you, what are you doing with them? Like to grow them, uh, for instance, so that wealth manager works with, Uh, the business owner on the business side and works with the business owner on the family side. Uh, And perhaps they have different strengths in both those areas, but somebody that can at least help you see your way through both those sides. Um, And then last, at least in these kind of four big buckets, is a coach that is a uh, combination, strategic, combination kind of coach call you out on your dumb stuff, combination of, hey, help your business get some, some some you know, forward motion here and, and execute quarterly, monthly, et cetera. So that kind of, that coach needs to be able to speak into you personally and speak into you professionally and have context around all those areas. Um, that's what we do. <laughs> By the way. And we do it darn good. Sounds familiar. So anyway, so list your trusted advisors. So again, as a visionary, they're like, wow, well, I've been talking to people about it. Well, no, no. Who are your trusted advisors? List them right now. Put them right down the board. And this is, I've done this a bunch of times with a client. Well, um, um, I am a rubber. I'm like, buddy, you knucklehead. Again, you don't have any, do you? Well, I, I know a guy at church. Or, you know, there's a guy at the club. The bartender. Yeah, right? It's like, n- <laughs> no. You know, uh, did he help you figure out your wardrobe too, buddy? I mean, come on, right? Uh, that would, you know, there's other advisors perhaps you need as well, but uh, maybe around specifics like HR and finance and, you know, operational excellence and stuff like that, fine. And you can kind of tweak this depending on what you're thinking yes. about too. Yeah, absolutely. But with this big idea that you put in the middle of the box – we want to be able to say, the visionary needs to say, okay, I spelled it out a little bit. I called up my guy, Bob. We went and had a beer or coffee or, or talked for a couple hours. And I explained to him the details as best or the, the the general gist of it. And he poked some holes in it and got me to realize a couple of things. And here's what he thinks about it. Okay, advisor number two. Well, I talked to my CPA And they think it's a terrible idea. Okay. Advisor number three. You know, right? And just just literally just go do it. Right. Uh, Instead of going by gut. Okay. Last uh, is describe the pressing need to do this. And this kind of could fit into, all right, what are you trying to solve? But a lot of times visionary uh leaders there's this urgency you know it's says, buy now buy now you know we got to do it now uh it doesn't matter if we're going into debt it doesn't matter because the economy's changing because the thing's gonna the federal reserve's gonna you know and they're just they're just this sense of urgency and it's almost like they burn that fuel of of, you know, urgency or something. They it's like they, they got coffee in their fuel tank. They're like, Come on, we gotta go you know. And now I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh there's I not just a run lot over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've said this before, right? There's not a lot that a good cup of coffee doesn't help. I'm just speaking of that, I'm about to pour myself Well, what what is this coffee we're drinking? It's really good. Do oh, you remember dude, the yeah. uh the variety is a bold it's a something Cleveland something coffee bold. Shop. Is it? Yeah, but I can't look hmm. the top of the Yeah, thing. it's good stuff. So, describe the pressing need to do this. Um now and and again, card-carrying visionary alpha delta delta. Um but to say, okay, why is it I'm so sure I got to do this right now? You know? Uh, and 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 this is again pumping the brakes. You know, I'm just like, well, this reason and that reason, and all of a sudden, what starts to happen, you're like, well, it's actually not that pressing. It might be a little pressing. It might be actually really pressing. But we sure don't want to make a decision based on gut right here. You know, especially if we're going to go borrow five million bucks and and freak out half our staff and 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 the other half of the staff going to get overworked or, or or put aside what they're working on for this thing or we're going to confuse the leadership team or the marketplace is going to go, what the heck? I thought you guys were doing this for a living. Now you're doing that. Like, wait, I thought this brand made widgets and now you, now you, you know, do this other thing. And we've seen this in the marketplace, but we've all seen this with various big brands. Yep. You know where they've accidentally confused the marketplace because some visionary went off on a wild tangent and it destroyed the whole business. Uh, a great example of reeling some of that in uh, is uh, the Ford uh, Motor Company when Alan Mulally came along in oh six seven eight somewhere in there. I can't remember now. And a great book, by the way, I don't know if we've mentioned this here is uh, oh what's it called. Um, I almost want to say darn straight, um, but it's not, it's, uh, no. It, it's, we have uh, we'll a couple copies. Yeah. 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 Uh, I could go grab American one. icon. That's it. That's what it is. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And I met Alan Mulally and it was so cool. I didn't know that's who I was meeting, you know? And, and one of my buddies, I think it was Keith Trost was like, uh, you know who that is, right? Like a guy named Alan. <laughs> like, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I knew nothing, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, and, it was, and we were hanging out with, uh, Pat Lencioni and some other kind of VIPs at this VIP party thing at a Lencioni conference. And Alan Mulally was, that was there was right speaking. before COVID hit. Yeah, yeah, it was like a week before yeah. or something, March 7th or something, uh, 2020. Anyway, uh, real chill. This guy is super chill and very much, Um, I would, at least from my impression from the book uh, that was written about him, uh, seems like an executing leader, not a visionary leader. Now he may be a visionary leader, but he sure comes across as an executing leader. Um, and what he did with Ford is he took all these disparate like the Ford was going all these different directions for decades and he reeled it all back in and his uh, and he called it one Ford one brand one Ford and there are a couple of their ones in there and he would carry around this little business card with that pounded out on it just eight or ten words and would hand it out to everybody one Ford one this one that and like guys we're reeling this back in we're selling off some brands we're closing up some lines we're getting rid of some of these weird dumb ideas and we're tightening up the thing we do best and we're going to focus on that and um You know, so sometimes these ideas just get slung into a business and it costs billions and billions of profit, of opportunities. You know, Bud Light right now is going, you know, that was a bad idea. You know, regardless of your opinion about whether or not folks should advertise that way, it was just dumb. All right and, and dumb to the tune of I don't know what is it was a billion nine figures, ten figures ten eleven right a lot it's of money. seven- seven figures is a million, yeah, eight, tens of millions, nine hundred. I'm counting on my fingers you're running out of fingers <laughs> ten figures <laughs> is in the billions, eleven figures to tens of billions, I know they're in the tens of billions already mm-hmm. over this, and some other companies. Or like, oh yeah, Bud Light, hold my beer. Like, and they've done this some dumb stuff as well in the marketing space, and they've kind of doubled down on like, hey, we're we don't care who we offend. You know, it's like, well, can you get out of the political space or the social space and just sell beer or whatever it is you do? And some of these, like, some of these are the results of some visionary person going, oh, I've got an idea. You know, and like, buddy, pump the brakes here, and let's let's think this through a little bit more. And it's this is not again a research project. This is just right. Think it through. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Those are, and I have a project I'm working on, and that's where all this came from. Actually, I literally, and, and you, I don't think you've answered yeah. all the questions. No, yet. none. You're still thinking. Almost about none. It. Right. I I literally started writing these questions down because I'm like, I don't think I've and I'm like man I need to pump the brakes. Yeah. I really I feel like I'm starting to go too fast. And I've I like going fast. Yeah, you do. And I like new ideas. And loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I, I just kind of the widowmaker. Yes, the widowmaker. And that's yeah, And my daughter named my truck. I don't know if I mentioned that here, but I have this big fun it's my the first time I've ever had a truck where I'm like this is just because I like it. Yeah. All my yes. other trucks over the years have been 100% practical. Uh not pretty, but darn practical, you know. And uh, always used, you know, always with a ton of miles. I'm laying under them wrenching on them in the winter and the summer and whatever for, you know, decades. But not this one. This one is a cool truck and just because, you know. I mean as well use too. It is well used. I yeah. I'm putting stuff in it all the yeah. time. Yeah. But Widowmaker. So, uh, what's the movie by? Uh, with uh, it's a it's uh, Tall Tales with Patrick Swayze, right? And it's a really fabulous family movie from a while back. And it's about you know there's this father son thing, and there's a horse in there that Patrick Swayze plays uh, Pecos Bill, and uh, and there's these other Western Tall Tale people. So so Paul Bunyan, John Henry uh John Blank there's another guy and and it's this father son story and the father's telling these tall tales and it's a really great movie by the way yeah. anyway uh John uh what's his name uh, uh Pecos Bill's horse is Widowmaker and it's this big black Percheron draft style horse that he you know trots around on this huge horse and when i got this truck my daughter, Samantha, is like, Dad, that's Widowmaker. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Cool. So yeah. that's why we call my truck Widowmaker. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, we we'll get in the truck, and we go blazing down the highway before we go doing that. And I this morning, I was sitting in Widowmaker go on now, wait a second. I need to pump the brakes here. Not literally on Widowmaker, but I need to think about this big project. And... I'm not sure if I, and I'm like, what sort of questions should I be answering here? Because I'm not answering any of them. It just sounds right. It just feels right. You know, with a lot of zeros after it. Yeah. And I'm like, I better, I better, I better look at this from some other angles before I go much further. Uh, And I've screwed this sort of thing up before. And most visionaries do. That's how. We succeed and fail, and all kinds of you know that's you got to be risky sometimes to get some big things done. We know that from history and so forth. Right. right. So, uh, so some of this came out of that, and a lot of this came out of uh, watching other visionaries do this dumb stuff. Uh, and so out popped this tool, pump the brakes. So there you go. That's our uh, that's our little hack. It's a great little hack. Uh, we're gonna have this document on the website somewhere. You could probably, I'm guessing, download it from the show notes or yeah. click on a link or something. Yeah, I'll, have, I'll have it in the show notes, it's really the old, on YouTube uh, and internet, internet. Uh, if you go to our uh, blog on the website, it'll be on there, too. Okay, great website. Yeah. So there you go, Pump the brakes, episode 045. Uh, and love this Dirk Bentley song that's just embodies the truth of it. So there you go. We'll go out on that song? Mm-hmm. All right. I know what I was feeling, but what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Becky was a beauty from South Alabama. Her daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer. Think he even did a little time in the slammer. What was I thinking? Got one night and met me by the front gate Her daddy came out a-waving that 12-gauge We tore out the drive, he peppered my tailgate What was I thinking? Oh, I knew there'd be hell to pay But that crossed my mind a little too late Cause I was thinking that a little white tank top Sitting right there in the middle by me I was thinking about a long